We are absolutely addicted to achieving, and it's not our fault. Welcome to the Anxious Therapist Podcast. My name is Jacqueline, and I am your host. I am a licensed therapist, online mental health coach, and I have anxiety and depression. I am here to bring you raw, real, relatable content to remind you we are never alone, and today's episode is no different. Are you ready? Let's do this. The definition of addiction is essentially continuing to engage in something despite adverse reaction or consequences. And so we hear the word addiction and we instantly think substance use, right? Drugs, alcohol, uh, cigarettes, things like that. Okay, great. I want to talk about addiction when it comes to achievements because I think this is one of the most glorified addictions that is not being addressed. It is an addiction because it has harmful or adverse consequences that are being ignored. So let's say you are an alcoholic. Okay, we can talk about the adverse consequences or outcomes from being an alcoholic you know, physical health damage. Maybe your liver is taking a hit. Um, your kidneys aren't functioning properly. You're not sleeping well. You maybe don't eat the way that you should. Okay, things like that. What about environmental consequences? Maybe you've been fired from jobs because you can't make it to work on time or you've been to work under the influence. Maybe you've received... Um, DUIs, you've spent time in jail. Let's talk about relational. Maybe your friends and family no longer want to spend time with you because you're always under the influence and they don't want to enable those behaviors. We've burned some bridges because of this addiction. Okay, just to name a few. Those are all adverse results, right? Consequences of that addiction. And when we think about achieving, there's so much praise around it. So getting shit done, accomplishing more is applauded. It's praised. It makes you more elite, right? Think about something as simple as your level of education. When you graduate from nowadays, it's like you graduate from kindergarten and there's a party. You graduate from fifth grade and there's a party. You graduate from eighth grade, there's a party. And when you graduate from high school, oh my gosh, you, you're having a huge celebration. You're getting thousands of dollars because all of these people love you and they're so proud of you and they want to support you. You get to walk across a stage. You get to move the tassel from one side of your cap to the other. It's celebrated because it's a huge accomplishment, Right? And then if you continue your education, let's say you get a four-year degree. Oh my gosh, you you went to college, you have a degree, now you're, you're more suited for the work environment. Oh, okay, you are gonna be a productive member of society. Let's celebrate you. I'm so proud of you, can't believe you did it. Amazing, nice work. 
what if I take it a step further? What if I get a master's degree? Unheard of, right? Oh, that's amazing. You pushed yourself so hard. Two years of really intense work. So proud of you. You're amazing. Nice job. Well, what if I go and get my doctorate? Wow. Insane. Who does that? You're incredible. Keep going. You're so smart. Can't believe you did it. I can't imagine how hard that was. You catch my drift? And it's applauded. It's celebrated. It's, it's cheered on the entire time. So those feel-good endorphins that we receive from external validation telling us we're doing a good job through the roof. Oh my God. I must be important. I must be doing a good job. All these people are telling me how amazing I am. And how all these accomplishments, they make me a better person. That's what happens to the narrative in our brain. We start equating this praise and the applause as I'm a good person when I'm achieving. I am more worthy and valued when I'm achieving. And so we write this story in our brain on a subconscious level that keeps us chasing after accomplishments time and time again. So if you're like me, and I I got a master's degree, and I'm not interested in going beyond that (laughs) as far as like having my doctorate or anything like that. So I stopped there. But then I got in the workforce And it was, when can I get my first promotion? When can I get a raise? Because those are things worth talking about. When other people say, hey, how's work going? So you're a therapist, right? Tell me about that. Oh, well, actually, I just got promoted to team lead. So now I'm in charge of other therapists too, right? I I oversee what other people are doing. So I have my own caseload, but I also do that. I'm in a new leadership role. Oh my God, you're amazing. That's incredible. Good for you. You must have worked so hard to get there. Yes, yes, I did. And now that reward center in my brain that's soaking up all of this external validation saying, the more you achieve, the better you are. People love it when you achieve. Keep achieving. That's how you receive praise. That praise is love. That makes you worthy. And then I get a raise. And the first thing I do, you call your family and friends. And you tell them. And you maybe even put it out there on social media. And you say, look at what I did. I worked so hard for this. Help me celebrate. And it's filled with praise. Congratulations. I'm so proud of you. I know how hard you've worked for this. You're doing amazing. And again, my reward center in my brain is lighting up like the 4th of July. Fireworks. Wow, this feels so good. So you're thinking to yourself right about now, why is this a bad thing? (laughs) Jacqueline, you started the episode talking about addiction. And now you're telling me the more I achieve, the more worthy and loved and accepted I am. So tell me now, why is that a bad thing? This is not an inherently bad thing, you guys. However, it can be extremely detrimental 
to our well-being because we constantly chase after the next thing. And so what are the adverse effects? Remember when we were talking about if you're an alcohol an alcoholic and you're using way too much and the impact it has on your physical body. You know, I didn't even bring up mental health, but your relationships, your external environments, your job, things like that. What are some of those adverse effects of achieving? Well, we might become people pleasers. Now I'm not living for the things that I want to do necessarily, but I am striving to do more, be more, accomplish more for the sake of other people because I receive external validation and support when I do those things. So the more I accomplish, the more I achieve, the more loved and worthy I am. So now I have this narrative going on in my brain that says in order to be loved and accepted and praised, I have to do more. That becomes a people-pleasing behavior. We fall into perfectionism. If I'm perfect... I will receive more praise. I will be well-liked, well-known, well-respected if I am perfect. If I sit down with my boss for our annual review and they tell me about all of my accolades and everything I accomplished this year and how well I did it and how much everyone else in the office looks up to me, I will be worthy. I started living for that external validation. And so I became a perfectionist to ensure I would receive it. I have no boundaries. This is another adverse effect. There is nothing I won't do. You need me to work an extra shift? Great, done. Because I know if I work that extra shift, even though I'm going to be burnt out and entirely exhausted, I will be praised for it. Jacqueline, she always comes in. When someone else can't be there, she shows up. She is such a hard worker. She will take on more because she's so good at her job and she can. Oh, it's amazing. It's a beautiful thing to see. So I hear in my brain, okay, I know I'm exhausted. I'm burnt out. But I'm more worthy when I'm accomplishing, when I'm doing. That's another adverse effect. I want to talk about this on a larger scale for just a second relative to life uh, world events right now. The 2020 Olympics are on. And we all just witnessed yesterday, at the time of this recording, yesterday, Simone Biles, the most highly decorated Olympic athlete who is 24 years old and has been a gymnast since I believe she was about three years old, pulled out of the team final. And everybody was immediately all over the internet and there were news articles coming out about how she had sustained an injury because we all watched her do her routine and it Something wasn't right. She did not stick the landing. 
and she was supposed to do more turns than she did. She was supposed to do like two and a half turns and she only did one and a half. And she looked entirely disoriented. And the judges and commentators and everyone is immediately talking about that wasn't right. That wasn't what she was intending to do. Remember, this is the Olympic athlete that they were talking about. They don't know how to score her because she is so elite. They've never seen anything like it. She is so ahead of her time and so advanced that they don't know how to compare her to the other athletes. So when we see this from Simone Biles, we're like, what just happened? That was not her. That doesn't even look like her. And she pulls out of the team final. And we later find out after she's done a bunch of interviews and things that there is no physical injury. She did not sustain a physical injury. Instead, she told the interviewers that her mental health isn't in it that she's been fighting some demons, her words, literally use the word demons, and that her head's not in it. And if she continues to push herself, she will sustain a physical injury. And she trusted her team to get the job done. So she removed herself, met with you know, doctors, coaches, all that stuff behind the scenes, and then she came back out to support her team as they went on to become silver medalists as a team and she cheered from the sidelines and everybody's in an uproar because she's an athlete this is her job how could she do this to her team how could she let them down you're in the olympics you got to push through you got to persevere and i am in awe of her she is changing the name of the game She is rewriting the narrative. In a society where doing more and achieving gets the highest praise, she chose mental health over medals. And I think that's beautiful. It's absolutely incredible. And that's what I'm asking all of us to do on a slightly smaller scale because we're not under scrutiny of the entire world, literally the entire world. Like if Simone Biles is not a household name, that house is living under a rock, (laughs) right? We aren't even close to that level of scrutiny in what we do and, and what we offer to other people in our roles in this world. So I'm going to ask us to remove our sense of worth and our need for love and to receive love. I'm going to I'm going to remove that from our skills, from our intelligence, from our experience and our expertise. And I'm going to remind us of our inherent worth simply for existing. That the way you are right now, if you never accomplished or achieved another thing in your life, that would be okay because you were born worthy. You existing in this world is enough. You don't have to do more, be more, accomplish more 
to be deserving of praise and love and acceptance. Although our world would really like you to believe that that's true, that you need to do more, that you need to constantly be in a state of productivity and working towards the next best thing in order to be celebrated. And I'm asking that we challenge that. That we, as a collective here in the anxious therapist community, challenge that narrative. And you can do so right now in your life by sitting down and saying, what am I chasing? What am I after right now? What's really important to me? And then ask yourself, why are you doing it? Are you doing it for the praise? For that moment of external validation that says, I am good. I am worthy. I'm loved because I did this thing. Or are you engaging in things that genuinely bring you joy and peace and content to your life because you love it so much? This desire to be constantly productive and the busy you are, the more elite you must be is so 1900s. <laughs> it is time to move past that, to redefine what makes us worthy. And so today, that is my challenge for each of you. We've been addicted to achieving, and it's not our fault. We live in a society where accomplishments earn you the highest praise. It's time to challenge that narrative. Make those small changes in your life to go after things that bring you peace and joy and love in your life beyond expectations of society to constantly be hustling and chasing after the next best thing. I hope you're open to this challenge. I hope you're open to rewriting this narrative with me. If this episode resonates, help me spread the message by sharing it to your Instagram story. Be sure to tag me at the anxious therapist and I can't wait to see you in the next episode.